the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Okay, everybody, Dennis Prager here. Just like it was a long weekend. I'm not even going to say I hope you had a nice weekend or a good weekend. I didn't. I rarely have ever said, maybe never said. I My concern over my country is uh, quite substantial. Let me put it uh, in a in a tender way. I want to read you uh, something here. Tell me if you believe this is true. Wall Street Journal. Americans are more troubled by police actions in killing of George Floyd than by violence at protests, poll finds. 80% feel country is spiraling out of control, according to Wall Street Journal NBC poll. There are 20% who don't think it's spiraling out of control. I'd like, they, they, they're probably sleeping or on drugs. A major city of this country decides uh, that it will get rid of its police force. I don't know if Vegas... Vegas bets on everything, right? So you think there'll be Vegas odds on how many more people will die in Minneapolis as a result of that decision? But Please understand, as I wrote in my column last week, the left doesn't give a damn about blacks. They're used. They're a foil for power. That's all it is. The fact that more blacks will die because there will be fewer police policing areas of high crime, which tend to be black areas, I'm talking about uh, violent crime, not white-collar crime, and uh, uh, is, is irrelevant to them. It, mean, it means nothing. It means nothing. Black lives matter in only one instance, when a white policeman kills him. Which, by the way, happened the last recorded year we have. I don't know. Was, what was in the Heather McDonald article? Was it 2018? So the last year for which we have records, nine blacks, and unarmed blacks, were killed the entire year by policemen. Nine. Thousands were uh, murdered by other blacks. But that, that doesn't matter. It just doesn't. It, it, it doesn't matter to the left. Let me finish my sentence. Anyway, I want to review this. This is a little disturbing. Americans are more troubled by police actions and killing of George Floyd than by violence at protests. So the action of one man uh, is more disturbing than the actions of tens of thousands. That's, that's quite something. Voters by a two-to-one margin are more troubled by the actions of police in the killing of George Floyd than by violence at some protests. And an overwhelming majority, 80%, feel that the country is spiraling out of control. 
Nearly three-quarters of Democrats said it may take the next year or even longer to curb COVID-19 and return to work as normal. It just raises my contempt for Democrats. Three-quarters of Democrats in the country think it'll take the next year or even longer to curb COVID-19. You don't think it's curbed now? Wasn't the greatest experiment possible this last week of protests? No distance kept, screaming and shouting, so vast amounts of droplets coming out of people's mouths next to each other, almost nobody wearing a mask. So we should see a huge uh, in, uptick in death, right? I don't care if there's an... The issue is not, if, is there an uptick in COVID? I'm not sure there will be, but that's not the issue. The issue is do you get sick and die? Might have been It might have been actually a health plus because uh, uh, most of them were young people, and if they get it, they serve as a, a herd uh, immunity. Might actually have been a healthy thing to do. By contrast, among President Trump's strongest supporters within the Republican Party, 32% said the coronavirus is already contained. Well, that's not a big difference. They put it in a very odd way. Uh, it's not a full, it's not a, an even contrast. It's an odd way of putting it. About half of all Republicans said they were more concerned about the protests than the circumstances of Mr. Floyd's killing while 81% of Democrats held the opposite opinion. Okay. That, that's an important statistic. Still, the poll contained some red flags for Mr. Trump, pollster said. One was the widening Democratic lead on which party the country wants to control Congress after the next election. Voters said they prefer Democrats over Republicans 51 to 40%, an 11-point divide, up from six points in January. If that's true... We're doomed. <laughs> what am I going to tell you? There is, in other words, it doesn't matter how radical the positions of the Democratic Party, they'll vote for them. Americans will vote for them. Why? Because we want to change? Change, hope and change. More calm. That's right, more calm. So it's, it's called, they think, right, it's called appeasing. Appeasement never works. N-E-V-E-R. Mr. Biden's biggest advantage over Mr. Trump, 51 to 26%, was on which candidate could bring the country together. How is the leftist going to bring the country together? What what a leftist will do will stop the uh, media from its frenzy. That's what it really means, even though people don't know that's what it really means when they vote for it. The media will just say, ah, you see, uh, no more Trump. Things are wonderful. As the government goes into greater debt, takes over more of people's lives, suppresses more freedoms, etc., etc. This is a very interesting one. Those who always wear a mask, as recommended by the federal government, said they supported Mr. Biden over Mr. Trump in November, 66 to 26 that's those who always wear a mask, 66, 26. Those who never or rarely wear a mask back Mr. Trump, 83 to 7. The people who don't wear masks are less sheep-like. 
I don't want to insult those of you. I don't mean to insult those of you who are wearing masks. But you have to admit, the people who don't wear masks are less afraid. Now, you will say they're more selfish. That's, that's the counter. They're more selfish. All right. I don't think they're more selfish. I think they're less afraid. They could be both, theoretically. But people, they're just, people who support Trump are less afraid, period. Anyway, what happens if there's no uptick in sickness as a result of these protests? How many people altogether in the country? 100,000, would you say? Altogether, it were involved in, in protests. No, no, over the last week. Let's say 100,000. By the way, that's important to remember, too, 100,000. There are 330 million people in America. 100,000 is 1% of of a million, correct? 100 times 100,000? Or is it 100,000? No, 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 it's 10. It's 10%. 100,000 is 10% of a million. So it's 1% of 100 million. It's a third of a percent of 300 million. So one-third of 1% of Americans protested. I mean, that's important to remember. It, it, it will be a very good test of the importance of lockdown, won't it? The most, uh, now it's not true, I was going to say the most disturbing piece, but the, it's, there are so many disturbing pieces. Do you know how many, um, so, so you will think that uh, the medical profession, scientists, right, the revered scientists of our country, who've been poisoned by the left like the journalists have, that uh, they would say, this is terrible thing, all these people gathered together, no distance, not wearing masks, this is going to have a, a second wave. But they came out in support. The science is the latest poison of the left. The Dennis Prager Show. All right, everybody, Dennis Prager here. Listen to this. Wall Street Journal. Doctors for Lockdown Discrimination. Democratic politicians can't explain why they let peaceful protesters and even rioters march in tight crowds in their streets but continue to ban other gatherings and maintain strict lockdowns on the rest of the public says something about a society that churches can't get together and uh, protesters can. Right? I mean, let's be honest. Now some public health progressives are offering a rationalization. Are you ready? Uh, you couldn't come up with this if I, if I uh, waterboarded you. COVID-19 among black patients is yet another lethal manifestation of white supremacy. Public health researchers from the University of Washington last week circulated a letter which received 1,300 signatures 
from health care providers, epidemiologists, and medical students around the country that seeks to justify the disparate treatment by politicians of demonstrations in response to George Floyd's killing and those by conservatives who have protested stay-at-home orders. As This is the uh, from the letter. On April 30th, heavily armed and predominantly white protesters entered the state capitol building in Lansing, Michigan, protesting stay-home orders and calls for widespread public masking to prevent the spread of COVID-19. Infectious disease physicians and public health officials publicly condemned these actions and privately mourned the widening rift between leaders in science and a subset of the communities that they serve. As of May 30th, we are witnessing continuing demonstrations in response to ongoing pervasive and lethal institutional racism set off by the killings of George Floyd and Breonna Taylor, among many other black lives taken by police. Nine, just for the record, nine unarmed, and it was 19 unarmed whites the same year. Just, just want you to know. So this is a gigantic lie. The whole, the whole thing's a gigantic lie. America's the least racist country in history. The left has no future without lying, and lying is the basis of leftism. However, as public health advocates, we do not condemn these gatherings as risky for COVID-19 transmission. Get it? So when conservatives demonstrate it's risky for COVID-19, when leftists demonstrate, then it's not risky for COVID-19. These are your healthcare professionals, ladies and gentlemen. The left has poisoned science. By the day, science is deteriorating as a science because the, everything the left touches, it destroys. There is no exception. America is next. Why? Why do they not condemn these gatherings as risky for COVID-19 transmission? Because, quote, white supremacy is a lethal public health issue that predates and contributes to COVID-19. Now, even if, even if that were true, what does that have to do with the question of does it transmit it, having protests? So they're lying as scientists. They're lying. 1,300. And they could have gotten 2,600. They could have gotten 5,200. I have a friend who teaches at a medical school, and he tells me how left-wing this It's just the, the, student, the medical students are, are just left-wing. They have, the vast majority have no interest in, going, in becoming a self-employed doctor. They want to work for a salary and go home. Now, you'll say, oh, that's terrific. Why is that terrific? That hardworking doctor who wanted to, who had ambitions for his own practice is one of the greatest virtues of American medicine. This should not be confused with a permissive stance on all gatherings, particularly protests against stay-home orders. Those actions not only oppose public health interventions, but are also rooted in white nationalism and run contrary to respect for black lives. This is from scientists. 
Wall Street Journal continues, there's no evidence lockdown opponents are racists, though these progressives ignore the disproportionate harm that strict lockdowns do to minorities. Exactly. Who do you think is losing their jobs? Oh, lefties. Oh, leftists in medicine. Anyway, if, uh, if expert has not gotten a dirty name in your view by now, I don't know when it will. The grand gigantic lie about how many people will die from COVID has caused incomparable, uh, immeasurable misery on earth. The unemployment rate in May for blacks climbed to 16.8% compared to 6.7% in March before the lockdowns took firm hold. Blacks were also more likely to report feeling depressed, according to a census household survey last month. So how do you like that, folks? How do you like that? Yes, indeed. You're just going to see um, what, what – of course, what's going to happen is you, now you're going to have nationwide the Ferguson effect on policing. Every policeman is going to uh, worry about any interaction with a black uh, period. So they will avoid uh, those areas. Who could blame them? And that just means more blacks will die. But that doesn't matter to the left. The the left cares about black lives uh, like you care about, uh, hmm, like I care about uh, the tulip industry. Okay? That's just the way it is. It's all a way of getting people angry and gaining power. And it seems to be working. That's, that's what happens. 1-8 Prager 776. And we have a call here from Minneapolis. People who support Trump are ignorant. I support Trump. So I'll find out why I'm ignorant. That'll be an interesting call. We'll be back in a moment. Phone number is 1-8-Prager-776. The Dennis Prager Show. Okay, everybody. Dennis Prager here. We go to Minneapolis. And Nicholas says you're a veteran, Nicholas. Thank you for your service. Thank you. Thanks for taking my call. You're welcome. Uh, What would you like to address first? No, no, no. You called and you told the screener people who support Trump are ignorant. So that's what you should address. Well, yes, after all. You know, marching down Lafayette to pose with a Bible in front of a church he hasn't attended since his inauguration is just an empty gesture of religiosity. So therefore, those who support him are ignorant. And the people who don't wear masks in support of the Republican Party, I wear a mask when I go shopping. There's no choice. Everybody, everybody. For my fellow Americans, hello? I'm listening. I do it out of consideration for Americans. I don't do it to be patriotic or or anti-Trump. No, I never said you did. Nobody said that people wear masks to be anti-Trump. It wasn't even hinted at. And I don't do it because I'm afraid. I'm an ex-Marine. 
right. That's that's excellent. So you do it because you feel. So do you feel that the the tens of thousands of protesters not wearing masks and and yelling and being with each other? Do you believe many of them will be infected and die? Do you think any of them will be infected and die? I think that uh, their priorities at the moment are... No, no, no. You, you didn't, if you don't answer my question, sir, if you don't answer my question, I will not continue to talk. I will answer your questions. You answer mine. Do you believe that 1% of them will be infected and die? Very possible. You believe 5%. I can't predict that. Okay, so you, you think it's possible that 1% will, will die as a result of being at the protest with no mask. I'm, just, I'm not going to argue with you. I just want to know what you think. I'm, I'm certain that uh, the medical community is correct that they would expect a spike in COVID cases as a result. No, nobody of gives a damn if there is a spike in COVID cases. People give a damn if people get hospitalized and die. What do you give a damn about, Mr. Breger? Goodness, kindness, fighting evil, keeping free country. That's what I give a damn about, sir. Well, then acted like it. Okay. I thought I did. All right. It's always good to have people who differ. I don't yell at them. See? So don't be afraid to call in. I just want to know what you think. The, the depressing thing to me about the success of the left is the collapse of rational thought, the power of emotions over reason. People, it's so interesting, people think that the post-Christian world in which so many of them live, the post-religious world, that's where they will affirm reason. It is all emotion in the post a religious world. That's what's so interesting. The secular world is is less reason-based than the religious world in America. It's really fascinating to watch. The panic, the screaming, the incoherence in, in argumentation. Yes, indeed. Jonathan in Columbus, Ohio. Hello. I don't know if I can top that last caller, but uh, how are you doing today? I have been better, and I have been worse. Okay, you're probably in the same mindset I am. I, I just wanted to give you a time frame here in Columbus, what we had going on here. And, uh, of course, we have a Republican governor, we have a Democrat mayor. And uh, two weeks before this all occurred, which, you know, I saw this happening nationally, and then here they were appointing a special committee to investigate supposedly there was prejudice in the health care system and that black people are more susceptible to getting the corona. So they were going to do something about this. And DeWine, the governor, was going to have a, uh, a group studying this and they were going to make changes. And he also initiated, this was a week before that, there was a uh, task force that was supposed to go out. And what they were doing, it wasn't initiated, it was formed, it was to go out and go after people that were violating the COVID virus uh, uh, parameters. If you were too close, if restaurants were serving people with too many people in the restaurant, they had a group that was going out and they were prosecuting people for, for the infringements. Well, the co- this, uh, this, this, all of a sudden this protest march happens. 
And obviously this has been planned. I mean, it's, it's so obvious that a week or two before this we're hearing about how, how much prejudice there is with the health care. Now it's the police. They have this happen. They've got a task force that's in place by the gov- governor. And correct me if I'm wrong, um, well, they had that enforcement a- uh, agency, but they couldn't they have stopped all this. And I'm, I'm what worries me. All right, hold on there. I, it's, it's, uh, <laughs> I've been waiting for the, the punchline the whole time. Got to take a break. Okay, everybody, Dennis Prager here. The experiment in not having police in a city uh, is going to be one of the most interesting experiments in the left's quest for utopia. This is a new one, I thought, I have to say. We don't need police. The reason that there is as much crime as there is in cities, particularly, people murder and and rob and beat people and rape, uh, it is because there aren't enough, what is it now, they're going to have more social workers and and other types of people. The government will expand further, obviously, and... Uh, uh, you're going to have... It, it's going to be an interesting experiment. The I'll tell you what particularly will be interesting. If, God forbid, but I presume it will happen, uh, more people die in Minneapolis because of fewer or no police. What will the left say? See, the left is never wrong. Remember my oldest saying about the left? Being on the left means never having to say you're sorry. So what will they say? They'll just say, you see, that's because of racism. That's it. I don't know what they'll say. The mayor of Minneapolis, who uh, is a leftist himself, but has some connection to reality, was at a a protest rally, and he was asked point blank by a woman with a megaphone, so will you defund the police? And he said no. And they started cursing him and screaming at him, and he left. But uh, to his credit, he was wearing a mask. That was was important. We're living in, in an absurd time. But it's not absurd in the sense of a Marx Brothers movie. It's absurd uh, in, in the way the Weimar Republic became absurd. There, it is very difficult for me to see good coming from this. And if the Democrats win Congress and, and the presidency, uh, that's it for this country for the foreseeable future. They will wreck it. They will be wrecked. They're, they're already wrecking it. Look at the damage they've done to the sciences. Most prestigious journal in England, Lancet, science journal, has periodic editorials against uh, Donald Trump. New England Journal of Medicine, periodic, uh, I meant, excuse me, uh, Lancet, uh, I'm confusing Lancet and New England Journal of Medicine. New England Journal of Medicine, periodic editorials against Donald Trump and the and Lancet, withdraws its phony study about hydroxychloroquine. 
It's a phony study. And it was completely political. I've been warning you all for years, everything that the left touches, it poisons. And science is the next thing, because science is not as important as progressive politics. That's the way it works. Minnetonka, Minnesota. I'm interested in you Minnesotans calling in. Hello, Chuck. Hello. Yes, sir. They uh, had a little riot here, but, you know, uh, they have a charter. Cities are chartered, and they can defund the police department, but according to the charter ordinance, they cannot eliminate the police department. So, uh, What's the difference between defunding and eliminating? Well, the police are there. What do you mean and, the police? Uh, if the police aren't paid, they're not there. <laughs> they could be. I don't know. That, that's a good question. Okay, well, that is the answer. <laughs> There's no difference, my friend. When you don't pay for something, you don't get it. That's like saying we're, we're, we're defunding uh, you uh, from buying uh, vegetables. So then the vegetables are not available. The police will not be available. Jason Riley is a black writer. I only mention that he's black, so you will know it's not written by a white supremacist. A report by Harvard's Roland Fryer shows that when cops pull back, homicides increase. Wall Street Journal. A forthcoming academic paper on policing, The Police, by Harvard economist Roland Fryer and co-author Tanaya Devi, Mr. Fryer released a study in 2016 of racial differences in police use of deadly force. To the surprise of the author, as well as many in the media and on the left who take racist law enforcement as a given, he found no evidence of bias in police shootings. His conclusions have been echoed by researchers at the University of Maryland and Michigan State University, who in a paper released last year wrote, quote, we didn't find evidence for anti-black or anti-Hispanic disparity in police use of force across all shootings, and, if anything, found anti-white disparities when controlling for race-specific crime. So it's a 100% lie about, this, uh, about the endemic uh, racism in the police force. It's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's just a lie. But it doesn't matter. It's echoed by the New York Times and CNN, and that's all you need. Because the the, the journalists are a herd. They're sheep. They're left-wing sheep. Do you know about the revolution at the New York Times? I'll tell you about that next hour. It's just beyond belief. The New York Times has now announced as who, who wrote this? Was it a National Review? No, no, it was in the New York Post by Goodwin. Michael Goodwin. It's the end of the New York Times. Well, of course, the New York Times ended a long time ago, but this is the official end. They got rid of their opinion page editor because he published the piece by a Republican senator that they differed with. And uh, and they, they claim to be open. We'll be back. The Dennis Prager Show. Okay, everybody. Dennis Prager here. 
we're uh, drowning in lies. The police are not racist. The studies that have been done, Harvard, Michigan State, University of Maryland, if anything, they found anti-white disparities when controlling for race-specific crime. It is an astonishing number. Nine unarmed blacks were killed in 2018, I believe it is. I don't know if it's 2018 or 2019. I think it's 2018. I don't think we have numbers yet. Nine. Nineteen whites. We're bathing in lies. They're lying machines, the left. Because truth is not a value. It's not that they wake up and say, hey, I'm going to tell a lie. It's they say, I will say anything that will destroy the, the current civilization. America is a piece of crap in the eyes of the left. It's not just that they don't love America. That's a, it's almost an, an idiotic question. Who cares? They think it's crap. Get it? The, the, these are the, the well-educated. The better educated you are, the more contempt you have for America and Americans. That's, that's the way it is. It is being destroyed by the people who went to college and especially graduate school, where you learn to be a sheep, where you learn to be stupid, where you learn not to appreciate beauty, whether the beauty is in art or the beauty is in civilization. And they're bored out of their minds because they have nothing to believe in. God and country to them is, an, is the mark of a fool. So they have to believe in something. Leftism is their religion. It's the substitute for Christianity, for Judaism. Or they adopt it into their Christianity or Judaism. That's the state that we're in. America is crap. That And one of the political parties of this country believe that. That's, remember, fundamentally transformed the United States of America. You don't want to fundamentally transform what you think is essentially beautiful, correct? It's pretty obvious, isn't it? Father's Day is coming up. May I urge you to consider my my commentary on the Bible, the Rational Bible. It is, it is a beautiful book, as well as hopefully life-changing. The Rational Bible, we return. <laughs> 